Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Witness history at Roland Garros where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Welcome to Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, the podcast where we talk to you about the lessons we learned from musicals and musical theatre in general. I am one of your hosts, A.C. Weber, here with my trusty co-hosts... Julie Eisentrager and... Miranda Selwood. And we also have a very special guest with us today, all the way from Bendigo in Victoria. Hello, I'm James Shaw. I'm very excited to be here. I'm glad that you're excited to be here because we are excited to have you. Um, Before we get into the very, very nitty-gritty details about who you are, James... I'm um, assuming he's a goldminder. Miner. A goldminder. We're all goldminers down here. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I assume. Oh, because Bendigo. Yeah. Or he makes pottery. Those are the two things I know about Bendigo. I didn't know that about Bendigo. (laughs) Go to Bendigo Pottery. It's a hoot. I really need to. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, who, who are you and what do you like to do, James? Why? Why? Why are you who you why? are? What? <laughs> I must justify my existence. Please explain I'm... yourself. <laughs> our our listeners are very confused. That, that's fair enough. I'm a, I'm a performer and a, and a podcaster. I make a, a podcast that's part of this wonderful network that I'm excited to be a part of. Um, and I do a lot of performing, writing, um, and the odd musical here and there, which I'm... Just the odd ones? Do you do some... Yeah, like I most, I mostly do odd ones. Yeah. No, that's good. They're more interesting. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, let us get into the getting to know you quiz. Ooh. I, I'm going to need the theme song, Miranda. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. So standard. Sometimes you've got to go back to a yeah. good... But Jazzy standard. Yeah. Go, go to the classics, yeah. That's right. <laughs> okay, so first question is, which musical character would other people compare you to, James? Uh, well, um, I've, I've got a pretty easy answer to this because in 2019 I was performing in um, The Drowsy Chaperone. Lucky. As the man in the chair. Lucky. Nice. Uh, I know. Dream oh my role. goodness. And um, during that during that show, like in preparation for it, there was discussion over costumes and stuff. And so I've, I found a few things to to offer. And the director, when she saw them, this kind of kind of woolen jumper, and and, <laughs> and she was like, "This is that's perfect. How did you find this?" I was like, "That's that's just my wardrobe. <laughs> Those are my clothes. It's my aesthetic, you know." <laughs> You're so, a genius. Like, I'm so much. I I empathise so much with that character. Um, man in chair. I'm very much a man in a chair. Nice. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I like right now. You are a man in a chair, and quite literally, the look suits yeah. you. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, thank, you should thank spend you. the rest of your life in a chair. Like, oh boy. Just, oh. Just, oh goodness! See, now that's weird. <laughs> Why? That, that, that Why? Be Why is that weird? <laughs> uh, you do one thing really well, so you know, just focus in do on really that. well all the time. Uh, what what, what musical character would you like other people to compare you to? What musical character would you like to be like? You know, I did think about this a lot, and um, I actually feel like I'd like people to compare me to the man in the chair. <laughs> that's that's, that's nice. it, it's so much who I am. I feel in terms of just the way I get obsessive about things and just want to talk about that one thing for ages <laughs> it's <laughs> to, nice that you're the... self-actualized sorry it's nice that you're self-actualized exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i'm 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 really i'm totally fine with being compared to the man in the chair sure well i'm i'm, I'm, pr- I'm, I'm sensing that i might know the answer to this next question <laughs> but uh what is your dream role <laughs> well actually no because because what? 
<laughs> well, because because no, I, I did it. <laughs> and well, we can't and we can't retread it because you did it no, perfectly no, no, the first I, time. He dreamed that dream. Oh, you saw it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just assumed like I know you, James. It's uh... oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, what what's been my dream? Like before, because I didn't even know much about Drowsy Chaperon until I did it. Um, but before that, I'd always wanted to do Sweeney Todd. I wanted to be Sweeney Todd. I just thought that as a character, it's someone who's this. Although it tends to get played pretty much a very similar way, there's so much scope mm. with Sweeney to do it in a lot of different ways. Like there's there's room to to breathe yourself into that that character. And also, I'm just you know I'm attracted to very odd characters. I think in shows and That's fair. Sweeney well, like is a, a very murderer. odd person. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was also potentially going to say, you know, American Psycho as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's okay, all right. So, um, so, so, yeah, either so a obsessed. man in a chair or a serial killer. <laughs> Look, we don't know that the man in chair is not a serial killer. Hey, I mean, hey. Could be. Don't, could be we don't know that. I, yeah. I would not be surprised. <laughs> um, now, what, what is your favourite Sondheim? Yeah, um, used used to be Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Until it's now it's it's now become Into the Woods. I love Into the Woods. Um, it's a, it's a classic. It's it's got it's so sweet and dark at the same time, and I think I love that kind of combination. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, it's and, really good. And uh, what is your go-to shower song at the moment? I I do not sing songs typically in the shower. If I do, it's going to be like a like a warm up, like a vocal warm up. So I'll probably be singing like mayonnaise, kind of going up the scale. <laughs> mayo, 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 mayonnaise. Questionable. Yeah. Questionable <laughs> shower song. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and finally, the most important question. Um, and every show is on the table, we found out. So uh, no restrictions here. What what wow. musical uh, are you uh, going to delete from existence? There's no restrictions this time. Because I was going to say not Cats, because I've got <laughs> I've got a kind of childhood connection to that. Like, well, no, go if, on if, road. You, if you don't fa- want to delete Cats. You're allowed to not yeah, delete Cats. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was going to say not cats, <laughs> but I, what I am going to say probably is unfair as well because I'm going to say spam a lot. <gasps> wow! Because I think that might be the first spam a lot vote we've yeah, had. And and I know it's unfair because like I listened to the soundtrack recently again just to remind myself, and I'm like, oh, actually, this is okay. <laughs> but it was it was the first time I I heard it, um, and when it, when it was the soundtrack first came out, and I'm I was a big Python fan, and I listened mm. to it and just went, ah, oh, this isn't Monty Python, Python enough. <laughs> They've they've they've, hol- they've kind of Broadwayed yeah. <laughs> Python. Yes, that's and, exactly and, what they did. Like, that's how yeah, they yeah, yeah. It. And and now listening back to it, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I can see that kind of works. But at, at the time, I was like, how can they do this? <laughs> can so, I... Although I know it's totally unfair from from my younger self, I'm saying spam a lot. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take this opportunity to uh, soapbox just for a moment. Oh, I thought you were gonna Ooh. veto. No, no, I would. Never. I admit admit it's unfair. We don't have veto power and you've done it now. Spamalot, Spamalot's gone. It's deleted. We will never speak (laughs) of it again. But I think I think if we delete Spamalot, we also have to delete its Uh its newer, less interesting Uh and annoying younger sibling, Spamilton. Oh. uh, Which has even even less right to exist. Oh. I didn't know yeah. it did exist, so I'm okay no. for it to not exist. Uh, no, yeah. neither. The only Hamilton parody that is required in this world is the reindeer one that comes up every of Christmas. Of course, yes. There's that, a Hameldolph. Ham- look it up. It's amazing. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll look it up. <laughs> but now that you've had your say, I've had my say, let's take a break. We'll come back and we're going to talk about the show that you've brought us, which is... It's Jerry Springer, the opera. Just the perfect (laughs) musical. So let's take a break. (laughs) All right. So this is, I can tell that this is going to get controversial. So I'm I'm prepared for that. (laughs) So why, why did you want to talk about Jerry Springer, the the opera? the the opera. I yeah. I know very little about the show itself. Um, the it's it's a kind of con, confl- I'm conflicted about it a little bit. I I get kind of thrilled at it because it's so unusual, particularly for the time it came out. When it when it did, it was such a new weird kind of concept, and the mm. way it was opera done was so pretty odd. New. <laughs> opera, yeah. I mean, <laughs> who'd have thought of that? Of pe- of uh, everyone just singing all of their lines. It's radical. It's weird. <laughs> Except that doesn't happen. But, but continue. 
That's also I, true. I will be interested to know Julie's opinion on how <laughs> opera, the opera really is. It definitely isn't. But um, I think it was just so interesting and I kind of got thrilled with the combination. I thought it was just such an inspired idea of taking the high emotion of the Jerry Springer show and saying that's like opera. That's what happens in opera, that they've, they're all at their absolute highest state their highest emotional state it would have been so good to see some of that emotion oh man (laughs) before we get into reviews julie let's (laughs) let's let's give james a moment uh let's actually give him two 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 minutes moments two moments um to give us a, a rundown of the plot of jerry springer the opera uh, touching every single important beat, please. <laughs> um, um, it's three acts, um, as is normal for an opera, but unusual for a musical. So should should you require three minutes, I'm happy to bend the rules. We'll see. I'm so, interested to see if you can do it pretty in Pretty sure it can be summed up in two. <laughs> All right, okay. I'm just oh. putting it out there. There's All a right. lot of characters. Whenever you want to start talking, we'll start counting. Okay, so... <laughs> It's <laughs> the first act is basically just an episode of the Jerry Springer show, and it's it's played out where we we start up on the um on the warm up guy who's getting the audience all kind of revved up and into a frenzy, kind of ready to basically bay and kind of and and hassle all of the guests basically, and the show starts and the theme is guilty secrets. So they have a number of guests on to discuss their guilty secrets. The first one is someone who has been having an having an affair with two other people. Um, the, I'm going to skip over these quite quite briefly. <laughs> yeah, no, you will have to. So yeah. The second one is is someone who has this this diaper fetish and wants his wife to kind of help him out with that, and and also has also been having an affair. Um, and the third one is is this woman who secretly wants to be a uh, pole dancer, and is, wants to reveal that to her husband, who's very much against that. Who is also he happens to be a member of the Ku Klux Klan. Um, in the midst of all that, the warm-up guy who's been revving everyone up way too much, he's, he's been, gotten way out of line. He ends up getting fired midway through the show by Jerry Springer. And as kind of retaliation at the end, as the Ku Klux Klan is being brought out with this, this guy, um, the warm-up guy uh, produces a gun, gives it to one of the other guests who shoots Jerry Springer. <laughs> So Jerry Springer is shot, end of act one. By the Nappy Act guy. two. I know, you've got yeah. 20 seconds left. Yes, Holy crap, it. okay. <laughs> act, act two opens up in what we think is a hospital, but it's act, actually purgatory where Satan arrives and takes him down to hell to do a show for him where he wants an apology from Jesus. Uh, it doesn't oh. work out that way. Oh. Uh, and, and God <laughs> has to come down to try and save the day, but he doesn't because he's fighting over J- Jerry's soul with Satan. And so Jerry has to unite heaven and hell which he manages to do or does he because he ends up waking up back in the studio with a gunshot and he dies (laughs) spoiler alert but don't worry you don't want to see it anyway (laughs) wow wow and um and littered throughout that um plot most importantly are um where's the number here oh my goodness yeah yeah the number there's dispute over the number because like one one of the numbers that was thrown around was eight thousand different swear words yes um not different trust me they weren't different uh, it was just the one many repeated swear words yes obscenities (laughs) it is not known where this count originated but the Mm. eight thousand figure is popularly quoted i thought you were going to talk about the 48 different songs no (laughs) three thousand mentions of the word f-u Mm-hmm. CK and 297 <laughs> beautifully sung see you next wow. Tuesday next Tuesday yeah but all in all in one go though um so yeah I have a, a thing about that <laughs> one of my many things um yes. is there's a rule of three for a reason and there's a point where that no longer becomes funny or shocking so sure. like even in just within the first um, is there a rule of 3000 though uh, yeah, it's, don't do it. <laughs> There's a certain point, you know, where, I think it, where it stops been... becoming funny and then starts becoming funny again and then stops again. Yeah, <laughs> I think it would have been funny had you given each 
each set of like um con- not contestants but you know what i guests. mean guests each set of guests mm. that moment where they say that particular phrase repeated and that's like one like the reveal like you reveal into what your secret is and then they start the same little like i guess it's a recit of swear words Sure. Um, and I think that would have been funny, but just doing it over and over and over and over again. I'm like, yeah, I get that you can swear. I can do it too. <laughs> I, I wonder if it's not because I agree, like after the, in the initial kind of reveal, kind of reveal of what they're doing, um, it, it's not really funny anymore. But I, I feel like what they're going for is kind of just kind of juxtaposing that with quite beautiful operatic style. Oh, music. if I found it beautiful, it might have done that. I oh, get it. That, that Julie, would be fair. Julie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get it. I mean, to be fair, KB and I watched this together. We watched it on Wednesday. On a day. We watched it on Wednesday. Not that that makes any difference to you guys. Um, a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. A few days yeah. ago. Yeah. And yeah. we decided that we would record our initial feelings like the very first thing we decided like how do we feel about this so james has given us the actual plot and we're now going to get the emotional plot (laughs) the emotional plot Um, (laughs) i love it this is like the the reaction video kind of well i'm just going to tell you how we felt in the beginning and then we'll get to how we felt in the end later (laughs) but i think you guys can guess um so i said it's stupid i love it because initially i thought it was really gonna lean into like we're stupid we know we're stupid we're gonna make it fun but they lent away from the fun and more into the not yeah yeah, yeah. um and kb <laughs> kb swore but i'm gonna admit the swear word um it's a, she said it's gonna be dumb dumb af <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. But, but she was excited. We were both excited. We went in with like glee. We were chuffed to be watching Jerry Springer. And I think oh. that's the expectation any normal person would go in with. This is going to be yeah. dumb, dumb AF. Yeah, dumb, dumb AF. Um, um, there were, there were, there were protests of this musical. Oh, so many Huge ones. Huge. Uh, <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. What? Um, mo- mostly in in. The UK. Um, Why do we feel that passionately? There were motions tabled in Parliament yeah. in the UK yeah. um, over the BBC airing the recording of, of the what show. We watched it. Yeah, and if you go on the wiki page for this show, you can actually read the text of the motions yeah. that were tabled. The, the Christian Voice tried to sue the BBC for blasphemy. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't and think it was it's because blasphemy. It was because oh. of of that movement to to get them tried for blasphemy that that law got thrown out. Like yeah, of yeah. Of, to be fair, of, of the UK. That oh my gosh, that, this yeah. show changed the law. Yeah, in it a changed country. the law. Yeah, it did. Uh, so basically, like enshrined uh, the the three the free expression of theatrical. The ability work. to scream swear words in but also form. to make fun of God and Jesus. But I don't yeah. think yeah. they. <laughs> Mm, I guess they did in a back. Well, mm, but like that, this, this group that's was, all goes on your views of adult diaper this play. This group it? threatened to picket palliative care centres who the musical was going to be donating to. So yeah, the musical yeah. was going to donate to these centres and the, the the Christian voice threatened to picket these centres if they took the donation. Um, excuse me, <laughs> Christian like it was, voice. It was a huge thing. I think, yeah. I believe, uh, the only nice way to say this is that you've got it ass backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it's, oh, this has been, it's been a, a time this this musical yeah. but it, it does it has got a little bit of a cult following like it's there has been well a, I think that all the controversy the protests yeah. the leafleting the the just dramaticness became there's no such thing as bad publicity you know <laughs> I, absolutely yeah it's possible the show could have just happened and disappeared if if all of that didn't help yes. say hey look yeah. at this thing check it out <laughs> it's like um you know South Park yeah the Book of Mormon it, you know yeah the yeah. Parker boys work in general. <laughs> well, I did, think a lot it, of the controversy was that I think a lot of that came after it had already won a whole bunch of awards. Yeah, so it it <laughs> it came on the tour. So the tour from from 2005 onwards. The mm-hmm. tour uh, into the Bible Belt. Because when it when it opened, it, yeah. it won best musical, uh, the Laurence Olivier Award for best musical that year in 2004, um, and best actor in a musical, uh, best performance. Wait, for a supporting best actor role. was that for the guy that played Jerry? Because he was fan freaking tastic. Uh, David Bedella. Um, the so guy who yeah, played that Satan. Was, that was, yeah. Oh, the guy who played Satan. He was awful. Um, oh, no, I, 
I believe David Bedella. No. David Bedella was Jerry. Um, okay, if he's Jerry in the version no, that no, I saw, no, 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 no David Bedella would say, okay. say he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, he's um, awful. The best performance in a supporting role in a musical goes to the chorus. Um, the whole chorus. It just says the chorus. Wow. Um, and then best sound design. But it was nominated for um, Michael Brandon was also nominated for best actor, uh, yeah. best actress. And then uh, director and choreographer were also nominated. Who did play Jerry? Was that Michael Brandon then? It was da- he, he played the original. Um, he was the original Jerry. In the the recording that went out, that was David Soul who played That's right. Jerry Springer. He was, yeah. okay, cannot fault him. He was <laughs> absolute perfectionist, Jerry Springer. Yeah. I'm like, the mannerisms, the voice, the everything, he's amazing. So, yeah, so this has never made it to Broadway. It did have a 2018 oh, off-Broadway hi. production, uh, which won uh, one best featured actress in a musical. Um, um, was nominated for Outstanding Musical Lead Actor and Featured Actor, but, you know, didn't win. Which didn't was, win, yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's that. It's never and been... briefly had a turn in Australia as well, um, yes. which I never got to see. <laughs> With, With a, a very odd cast. <laughs> yeah, have you got yeah. a cast in front of you? David Wenham <laughs> as Jerry Springer. Kate Miller-Heidke as Baby Jane. Yeah. That, that I would have loved to see. Yeah, that, right. That would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, a question there. Um, what is this Marcus Graham as special guest star? What does that even mean? Special guest star. I don't even star. know. I do not know what that means. I never got to see it. Who would he have been? Special guest star. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think like who is like Did he just come briefly? on the end and be God maybe or something? No, because know. he would have been wearing a diaper the whole show. <laughs> Okay. No, that's yeah. not God. That's well, Jesus. No, no. That was Jesus. Oh, sorry. And, I'm getting. And to like, be fair, he was wearing a loincloth in the set. In the I know. I was impressed <laughs> by that costume change. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, like, hey, he's wearing a loincloth. So, so you 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 brought us this musical, James. Is there is there a um? Is I there now a... feel so sorry. I did. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, sometimes I've got to be tortured, and that's fine. Is there a song? <laughs> that you prefer? Do you have a favorite song from this show? Well, I mean, I. I Are don't have a favourite song. Audition repertoire. <laughs> but genuinely, Satan's song of Once in Happy Realms of Light used mm-hmm. to be an audition song for me. <laughs> nice. That I, it, yes, I, I okay. mean, it's a song you can actually it's one of the few songs you can sing without shocking people <laughs> from that from that from that whole mm-hmm, musical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big fan of an intro to Diaper Man. So, uh, it's pretty cool. I have a yeah, note I, on intro to Diaper Man. <laughs> Would you like to share it with us? Um, yeah, let me see if it's one of mine or one of KB's. Uh, 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 it was one of KB's, and it was that she wanted. Um, oh, maybe I didn't actually write it down, but she wanted the snap into. Yeah, I want to be your baby. She wanted the snap into um, that song to be like it kind of. It was very much like, and here's what's going to happen, and it's happening, <laughs> and she wanted it to be boom, adult baby song, like straight into the song. Fair. Which yeah, I sure, agree with. Sure. Um, before we move on, is there a bad review with Jewel? <laughs> Got a just, homegrown bad review just, right just here. just want to read a few more of your notes? Is that... Shall we? <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's a mix of good and bad. Um, I'll let you know what's KB's and what's mine. So um, mine is uh, Steve, F yeah. <laughs> Steve. I was very Steve. excited with the inclusion of Steve. Um, Steve is the, uh, what, the security Yeah, that looks guy. absolutely nothing like the actual Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had like yeah. buff Steve. Well, well he's bald. That, that's basically the same. Yeah. <laughs> Be distracted it, by the glow. I think it was a good <laughs> inclusion to create characters out of those parts because that's what the show does. Oh, that's yeah. like actual mm. Jerry yeah, Springer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it would be funnier to have been in this show than to watch it. I think I would Probably. enjoy being Very in it. Very possibly. But I yeah. think I don't want to watch it ever again. I, I, I think it would be a lot of fun to do, yeah. Um, yeah. I re- remember the 90s when loser was the ultimate insult. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's got a bit of a comeback with, in the US now with who's <laughs> with, uh, soon to not be the president. Yeah. The orange Cheeto. <laughs> the massive yeah. orange loser. Um, oh, I'm going to get shot for that, aren't I? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, fine. All I wanted was commercials and I got them. But yeah. after I got them, I didn't want them anymore. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, look, it's, it's, the it's not the strongest segment. part. Yeah. 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 I was like, these are could these are gonna be great. It's gonna be like a little SNL skit like snuck in there. Nah. Um I don't know. Uh <laughs> my next point is fifty two minutes in, bored. <laughs> 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. How, how far in is 52 minutes? So, because it's not even past the actual Jerry one. Springer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think well, structurally, I mean, I understand why the acts are split like that because that's how they they've got a lot of story set up in the episode format. Yeah. And yeah. really, mm. they could have done the show as the episode, the end. So the act two and three are almost like the surprise continuation of the story. Yeah. Yes. And it <laughs> can feel a bit like, but I didn't ask for this. Yeah. Well, why that's is it still happening? Literally one of our points. It goes from move it along, mother, to um, this guy playing jury is great. I just don't care about these people. Like, stop yeah. giving them an aria. Yeah, okay. Uh, if I don't care about them, you're not helping me care about them. And then I wrote, it's filmed live and no one is laughing. <laughs> I didn't sure. That. Well, I think no, they they laugh here and there. I a polite giggle yes, yes, when required. That's, that's they are a British audience. That's that is also true. It's it a is true. Audience. However, you, there you are know points. The Brits hate laughing. <laughs> you should be laughing. Like, <laughs> um, well, a my, British maybe like a musical audience. <laughs> my final point was it's more. so tasty. <laughs> <laughs> it's so oh, tasty. Steve. KB, um, she wanted the action to be more dramatic. We both really wanted a dance fight or there was no fighting. That's what Jerry Springer was about. Hair pulling, throwing chairs. There's no like choreographed fight fight. There's some of that in there, but the it's so watered down. It, I think it's because they want to move on with the music. Okay. I think I think yeah. make the music better. <laughs> All right. <laughs> some of the choreography that does appear in it, I quite enjoyed. Um, there's a lot of uh, um, reference humor, as, I suppose you would call it. Oh, yes. As a fan of tap dancing, were you a fan of the uh, tap oh, dancing yeah. Kukox clam? Yeah. Yes. A scary relief. Yes, a I scary was. Scary relief. It was. I was <laughs> like, oh, they're tapping though. That's okay. <laughs> and by the time we got to that point, that was a really good reuse of the same phrase of um, that had been used yeah. for a few of yeah. the other characters about this is my Jerry Springer moment. Mm. Um, I I actually really enjoyed that, and the show could have used more of that. Yeah, just rather I think it relied a bit on and here's the same thing again. Um, the whole first story there there are three sets of guests in that first act, mm. and yeah. we we I think the whole first one was just completely unnecessary. I think it like should have followed the baby, and, and that's it. Probably, um, it should have, have just been the babies, but and then spent time recur. developing those. Those characters recur then in the purgatory and um, hell, hell scenes, yeah. and um, then we we like get we that same format again. Dangerously close to learning some lessons. You know so what isn't a lesson? That is one, <laughs> just one more point of KBs. Okay, one more point of KBs. So the warm-up guy starts cheering when the KKK comes out, but at that point he's not the devil, and she's written, "Why is he cheering that he's ethnic? Like he's cheering well, when they come I out." Think- well, I think the what they're driving at at that point is that he's just such a fan of the show. Like he's he's loved the show quite clearly. He's so thrilled about just any kind he's of conflict really and, weird, and weirdness coming out to get the audience to cheer for the KKK. Or is he trying to That's hint job, at the right? fact that yeah. he's the devil? Yeah. Maybe is it like a nod to him being like these are questions mm. that will just okay. The, this, we'll learn this, them. This text is just too nuanced for us <laughs> to ever understand. It's just what, too much. What I think, could have intended. I think you really um, need to rewatch it a few times. Yeah, and a, then... few times, a few times it will become clear. Um, before we move on. On, can we can we talk about the music that's used? Yeah. Because it, it yeah. does initially, from the overture, it strikes a very, very operatic tone. They're still, it's just their voices. It's extremely high soprano wailing. and Wailing um, is the correct it term. It is actually musically arranged quite well, that opening. I was like, oh, I'm not scared about the music in the rest of this show. Yeah. And then Until. the rest of it happened, and I got more and more scared as it went through. There was a lot of um, a lot of songs that's it like the this. I'm not. I'm going to say it wrong. Recitative. Oh, you said it wrong. Recitative. recitative. The recitative um, sections were extremely repetitive and went on too long between the song sections. That and then <laughs> a lot of yeah, yeah. Um, but then a lot of the songs were not particularly operatic. Um, so. I, I really feel like they would have done better to go one way or the other. Yeah. Make, Lean they, hard. They 
could have been the Book of Mormon before the Book of Mormon yes. if they had done yeah. this a bit differently. And, um, or they could have actually taken a very legitimate operatic tone and um, sat in that much higher emotional space, which mm. actually probably could have sold some of their concepts better. I think you pull out, pull out a lot of the – it would have to come down to being like really focusing on one particular uh, guest of the show or guests – of mm. the show and then lose the other two and it might work. So, Julie, how mm. operatic is the opera? I would say not very. Not very? It has at times a warbly tone, <laughs> but I wouldn't necessarily be like, well, that's an opera. If they're warbling, it's an opera. It's three acts. It's, it's three acts-ish. Except for Jerry. Jerry Springer is the only character who doesn't – he doesn't sing at all, does he? He doesn't sing at all and neither does Steve, the security guy. Steve, I the mean, security guy. That is, loves that's Steve. why you get My Harvey Keitel playing Jerry Springer. Right. Like, I'm not sure Harvey <laughs> Keitel can really sing. Um, so, James, how do you feel about the definition of it as an opera? I, I think it's definitely not an opera. Um, I, I think it's, it's called that just to kind of – draw attention to what they what the kind of thematically they kind of start and end in a way that i would call operatic i'm sure <laughs> some people may disagree um, themes and... <laughs> with with that kind of with that kind of theme but i do think yeah the music does absolutely travel um and go in kind of dips its tone a lot of different styles in its way um but in a way that i kind of felt that it, it kind of flows rather than jazz those styles like it kind of edges its way into it so i never really felt unlike in something like like joseph and his technicolor dream coat where the songs are like each song kind of hits you as like now we're doing this now we're doing this yeah um true. and this i i never really felt like the the music kind of like each thing feels doesn't feel too separate everything kind of flows in a way that you'd kind of expect from an opera um but no, I wouldn't call it an opera at all. It's all not. right, it's done. <laughs> We've all said it's not an opera. Let's take a moment, and then we'll come back. That. Oh well, I'm I'm the host. I don't need to say it. We're gonna we're gonna explore the lessons we've learned from Jerry Springer, the opera. I've learned that everyone has an opinion about what is and isn't an opera and it's never the same regardless of who you ask and when. That's what I've learned from this musical. And that's okay. From this musical, specifically. I think if this musical's taught, taught anyone anything, it's not to judge people for their opinions and feelings. That's, that's the kind of... Fair enough. Well, that, I mean, that's the message of the musical. You might, you might not think it kind of delivers it, but I think the ultimate message that it's trying to go for is don't judge people. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um, I, th- I think a really good lesson f- kind of for the story, I think, or mm. the structure is having that one foil character in a musical that doesn't actually sing, and, but the story mm. doesn't revolve around them because that's something we don't see very often. Like usually the main character will lead mm. yes. the songs yeah. and will open with songs and mm. set up the story. Funnily enough, yeah. you know what else is an example of that? I was just about to say. Man in chair. Yes. I have a very specific taste. And <laughs> it's all coming together now, isn't it? Um, I, I think I, um, on a sideways thing, learnt a little about um, free speech. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it was a silly thing to have been the spark for a change in the law about... <laughs> You know, freedom of expression and that being able to say see you next Tuesday almost 300 times mm. in, in two and a half hours um, to a paying audience it's really the choice of that audience to yeah, pay, to, to, pay yeah. to hear it so exactly, yeah. I definitely it <laughs> think it is another example of the Streisand effect whereas like the controversy that you make by fighting this fight definitely fuels the thing that you're fighting against yes yeah Sure. Yeah, the infamy that this this musical gained because of it um, definitely did not serve their purposes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, thanks to the BBC for fighting that fight. Yeah. Uh, it is S- weird that this went out on the BBC, right? It's not just <laughs> BBC me thinking. Ah, oh, the, the saucy BBC. <laughs> BBC yeah. 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 Like, it's like, like BBC up late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. SBS. Yeah. It's like SBS. Well, if you want to watch it in Australia, you can currently watch it on SBS on demand. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where we so- keep all the sauciest. <laughs> Content. 
all the sauciest of content. Um, Yeah. I actually, while I was watching it, I was listening to um, Satan sing, as you do. Mm -hmm. Um, Thinking, God, that voice sounds familiar. And it took me the entire show to realise it's the guy from Chess. Sure. Okay, you sound like we should know what that is. Yeah, means. I mean, like, oh yeah, the guy from yeah. Does cause... the guy from Chess have a name? I love Chess. Well, whoever's in that thing. is it Russian name <laughs> guy? The, David, the one guy who's David in Chess. Badella. Um, no, he he played one of the um, like supporting roles in Chess. I don't know what's quite but he had he he had such a perfect voice for that, and I remember thinking when I was watching him. I in, know him so well in Chess. I know him so well. Mm. So well, David. <laughs> All the chess fans out there would have got that joke. Um, it, I remember thinking at the time that he had quite an operatic voice and he must have come from opera, but he hasn't. But he's done – he seems to make his living being the opera-sounding guy in not operas. Fair enough. Um, any any lessons from you, James? Um, a lesson I've learned – we haven't discussed it, but it's that um, a show – I've I've learned that a show can be a critical and commercial success and still not do much for the director because because <laughs> the director Stuart Lee who um he's a stand up comedian that's his main kind of job is an alternate alternative stand up um he's told this story about how you know because of all the partly because of all the controversy but also because of like producers wanting to keep making the show bigger and bigger and bigger. Like at the end of the day, he saw almost no money at all from this show. Yeah. Like, like despite the awards, I'm <laughs> despite all the awards, he was, yeah, he, he realized, um, and he actually said this in a few interviews that like he could do a sh- like a stand up gig, a short stand up gig in like some upstairs room in a pub and earn more from that one gig than he did from the whole run of, of Jerry Springer the Opera. And wow. it just kind of shows that you, you can't you can't expect just because a show looks really kind of high production values and kind of do well, award winning and all of that, that everyone comes out of it who worked on it really successful. Because yeah, a lot of people yeah. assumed that he came out of that rich, but he to had to go honest, back on the stand-up circuit. I assume that everyone who ever works in theatre comes out on just above minimum wage unless you're super famous. Yeah. Or just like yeah. you, break, you broke even. Yeah, like you broke even. <laughs> broke like even. you were paid for your time. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you earn as much as someone working reception? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> and for a West End musical, you'd kind of think you'll get something from that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's um but I no, he yeah. I learned that uh you can really soften the impact of the KKK by making them tap dance. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> My reaction, it, it Nazis did, yep. and the producers. <laughs> That's right. It's <laughs> the reaction did go from oh to oh they tap dance. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the composer Richard Thomas when he came up with that, he was like, I I can't believe Mel Brooks hasn't already done this. Like, this, this is like well, I'm sure I'm, this idea Nazis. must have been a Mel Brooks thing, but there was like no, he's never done it. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> All right. I, uh, any other lessons? Uh, do you oh. want to hear what Jerry Springer thought about <gasps> Oh, yeah. I, I do, I do. actually. I do want to learn what Jerry when Springer thought Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> I was so disappointed they didn't chant Jerry. They sung. I was like, just break the opera if you're going to do it at all to chant that Jerry. Like... Uh, they've got to sing it. It's, opera. it's, it's an opera. It's an opera. It's sung through. It's an opera, just it's like Les Mis. <laughs> when it opened, they invited so me to see it on West End. I thought they did a really good job. I mean, I'd prefer if it was about someone else. <laughs> it was awkward for me to watch it. It's about you and there's no common experience. There's no one to ask, gee, how did that make you feel? I can't call Figaro or Carmen and say, how did you feel about your opera? It was just a very personal moment that I can't express to anybody. And I felt a little bit awkward because as I was watching it, everyone was looking at me to see what my reaction was. Yeah. It was uncomfortable. Yes. It's like, how, how did it make you feel? Awkward. Yeah. How do you the feel end. about going to hell? <laughs> just like, um, I just like that, that turn of phrase. I'd prefer if it were about someone else. Yeah. Other than I actually think me. that's a solid review. <laughs> and fair. Fair, Jerry. Fair. I wonder right. how Steve felt. It was uncomfortable. Oh god, I can imagine if you saw it with Steve, that would make my heart sing. Let's let's take a break and we'll come back with our Dreamcast.
who's who's going in? Who's do do you have a does anyone have a strong Jerry pick? I I don't have a strong Jerry. I have a very strong Steve though. Okay. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, Zac Efron. Yeah. <laughs> Zac Efron and Steve is a great course, pick. I did it. <laughs> a Jerry. A Jerry. A Jerry. A Jerry. Um. See, I think the great thing about the guy who did it on the on the I was to say on the DVD, because um, I'm old, <laughs> is that he looked so, so much, much like, like Jerry you. Springer. Yeah. I actually, I, I'm not a huge fan <gasps> of this actor, <gasps> but what about Will Ferrell? No, thank you. Oh, I think he would have trouble being the straight man amongst all the crazies, which is essentially yeah. what that role does. See, I've seen him play the straight man amongst crazies in like he. That's one of the things that he he does because he blocks people really well. Um, but you know, I was just throwing that out there. I don't have a strong Jerry. I was just yeah, just wondering. What about no. what about your you love casting him in everything, guy? Nathan no. Lane. No, the no. other one. John Lithgow. Yeah. Yeah. John Lithgow. Sure. He's very Why not? Old now he's old. he's very old. Um, but probably not a lot older than Jerry Springer. When he got shot. No, <laughs> no that's... that's. When yeah. did Jerry Springer... You know, I was, is that... Okay, that was not real. <laughs> like if, if we, the, hell, yeah. the hell part was all real. He didn't ever got shot, though. All right, okay. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Springer, early Jerry Springer days, yeah, John Lithgow is much, much older than that. Oh, no. I just had a vision of Tom Hanks playing him. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Well, it wasn't oh. bad. No, he'd be great because he can do literally anything. He might class it up a bit. Um, <laughs> he might. Well, he will class it up <laughs> yeah. a bit. Yeah. Um, I think if we get to the point where Tom Hanks is starring in Jerry Springer at the bad, opera, bad, bad something's gone about- wrong in his career. Oh, my God, that would be in my bad place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Googling the good place at the same time, by the way, to make this all Well, sense. bringing it back to Wayne's World, what about Mike Myers? No. <laughs> Julie's a big fan. You don't like Mike Myers? I just hate that suggest. Like, that, all my muscles tense to my <laughs> tongue. Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, could he not play one of the other roles, like um, the G- Jesus? He could play baby. literally any of them. He could. Um, I, yeah. I like uh, that's just an ensemble. Like I was also going to throw in. I was actually put going to put Jack Black as uh, oh, Jesus, as baby, baby Jesus. Yeah. Oh, please oh, yeah. do. Actually, that's he'd, amazing. He do he do well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, that. Okay. I oh, watch I that. I really okay. like that. Yeah, I'd watch the crap out of that. <laughs> what about Baby June, who is his girlfriend, who <laughs> who becomes like the narrator of uh, the second hell. and third acts? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it comes like a kind of guide into hell. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting because there's all. Already... So we're after a Kate anyway. Miller Heidke type, but yeah, not. someone like <laughs> Kate Miller Heidke. <laughs> Um, I don't have any strong picks. I mean, Betty. No. Um, I'm I'm so glad everyone's struggling, by the way, because I was really struggling. Um, Betty, <laughs> Betty, 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 Betty. What? No, <laughs> fun though. <laughs> yeah. um, Betty, what is her name? She's she supposed waitress. to be. She's one of the replacements for waitress. She's supposed to be an adult woman who dresses as a a baby baby girl. Yeah, yeah. I. If I was going to pick any of the comedians that I know, I'd probably say like Maya Rudolph. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so she, she's kind of the she's the bride from Bridesmaids. Um, yeah, uh, though also you could also you could easily put like Melissa McCarthy in there, but I think that that down downplays it a lot. I have a pick for I actually Very do have a genuine energy. pick for Jerry. Mm-hmm. I have two. There's a guy in my head who I can't I can't even think of a TV show or anything that he's in, but he looks quite like him. And I get him confused. And in my head, I call him Skinny Jerry, but that's not his name. And that doesn't help us now. Um, but someone whose name I can remember is Mark Evan Jackson from The Good Place. <gasps> oh, yeah, that would be fun. That would yes. be good. Yeah, yes. I think he'd be a really good Jerry. <laughs> to be fair, so would Ted Danson. So would Ted Danson. And then Actually, we could, yeah, yeah. I mean, we could just play it as The Good Place and have Mark you Evan could. Jackson play the devil. Yeah, you could. Oh, he'd be great. Hey, he sings. Yeah. yeah. Let's get Paul F. Tompkins in it too. Yeah. He, oh, could, right. he could play yeah. Baby All Jesus. All the adventure cateers. <laughs> you know what? I would probably enjoy seeing... Paget Brewster as a, yep. as a baby doll. Yeah. yeah. The Thrilling Adventure Hour, kids. Okay, so for those of you who are not aware of Miranda's and I's obsession with The Thrilling Adventure Hour, it's what a podcast that oh. no longer releases, but it's very funny, very good, starring Paul Tompkins, uh, Mark Evan Jackson. Uh, you can still listen to it. Then sponsor them on Patreon. They're very good. We highly recommend. But I think we are scraping the bottom of the barrel unless James has any... Any last minute Did you names? Just call Paget Brewster the bottom of the barrel. I think when we, <laughs> no, when I'm we, out. 
I did not say Patrick <laughs> Brewster was the bottom of the barrel. I said when we're literally going this text, let's just get that cast and put it in Jerry Springer. No, what about this text and put their cast in Jerry Springer? That's when we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. James? I, I have nothing to add to this barrel. <laughs> okay, well, let's take a break and we'll let, let Miranda cool off for just a little bit and we'll come back with uh, top five lists. So I pleaded with Miranda to come back. I mean, I came back. that didn't happen. Just to let everyone know, peek behind the curtain. That didn't happen. No one asked. Um, no one asked. No, I, but here I, no I pleaded. I pleaded with my insinuation that she should come back for this next segment. Um, so um, Miranda, what top five list would you put this on? Um, top five operas that are not an opera. Oh, that's, that's a good list. That's oh, yeah. building. That's building quickly. Yeah. I mean, there's we definitely more than five. Like we've covered more than five. Yeah. Right? yeah, but none of them pretend to be an opera. This one is literally like you know the opera. It does say uh-huh, where people often say, mistake yeah. the others for operas <laughs> when they're not. Phantom of the Opera mm. is a musical about a phantom of the opera. It's not an opera, guys. Like, to be specific, Opera House. <laughs> like, I think we just missed one word from that title and we really screwed the pooch. Yeah. Technically, the sewer's underneath the opera. Like, if we can oh, technical. Yeah. So, uh, Phantom of the Poop. <laughs> <laughs> or just Phantom Poop. Any 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 uh, top five lists from you, James? Oh, it could be top five uh, musicals with more swear words than actual words. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, so, it would probably top the yes. list for number of curse words. Yeah. It's got a lot. Yeah. It's got yeah. so many. I can't Not as many, many as people say, but <laughs> no. a lot. I, I can't think of any that would even come close. Oh, Mormon. It doesn't come close, though. It does not no. come close. Like, I got so sick song. of them swearing in this. I was like, yes, I get it. Because, I mean, when it comes to Mormon, like, a lot of them are Mormons, so they don't they don't swear a lot. Yeah. Um, there, there is a fair bit of swearing, but in I think... In one it, song. I mean, in, only in one song. No, not only in one song. Not only but in anyway. one song. Mormon. Yeah. 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 Uh, but there I, is a lot in that. I would set. actually put this top five heaven and hell musicals, Ooh. where where Ooh. the religious yeah. characters are actually actually played. Okay. Yeah. I can't think of many, and that's why it's in the top five. Okay, I, <laughs> I reckon this is top five. Well, Mormon, Mormon has Jesus and Satan, so that's it. Uh, also, Reefer Madness has Jesus and Satan, so that's it. Yeah. Um, I can't think of two others, but oh, there definitely would be. Okay, well, they'll add the list, or we can move on to someone else's other top list. five um, <laughs> musicals about a talk show. Yeah. Can you fill out that top five? No, but I'm actually more thinking it's I am, bottom five. I will say I am surprised that there has not been an Ellen musical yet. Oh, but we're just waiting for the script to finish itself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Jerry's still alive, right? No, no, no. I'm not saying she needs to die. I'm just saying we just need to see what crazy shit comes next. Like once Bam. we're done with the uh, what I assume will be lawsuits or settling out of court. Let's see what happens at the end. Yeah, well, that's fair. Um, well, I was thinking more of a parody <gasps> musical rather than Oprah like a biopic. Oprah the musical. musical. Yeah, yeah. Oprah would never let that happen. Oprah the musical. I mean, Oprah the opera. <laughs> Oprah. That, is that not just begging? <laughs> the opera, opera. The Oprah, opera. I can't even say it. Yeah. The Oprah of the opera. <laughs> the Oprah of the opera. Sorry, I love that too much. <laughs> Inside. Gail has like the Gail is the only person in this opera that has like a sides, but it's all like lamenting sides. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this would come close to top uh, to top five number of songs with forty eight. Mm. Mm. That's yeah. a lot of. I reckon Lamez would be pushing that as well. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be yeah. up there. I think around that fifty mark. Well, we, I think there was one where we had sixty, um, sixty oh, songs. I can't remember what it was. That um, was very short. Yes, yeah. I mean, a lot of GNS have. Like a, it would have been a GNS. They have just a stupid amount of things that they call a song, and it's like, well, that's just a musical interlude. So, yeah. I mean, yes, it's played, but um, do it doesn't need a title. Any other top fives for Jerry Springer? The music, top the opera? five. Top five musicals, including a man wearing a nappy. Fill out that list. Yeah. yeah. This one yeah. and closer than ever. That's all I got. <laughs> 
surprised you. Oh, and Chicago. Me and my baby, uh, my baby and me. Just yeah. the a come man. on wearing yep, um, the dance. Oh, oh, we mentioned it before, but top five musicals with a lead character that doesn't sing. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. Any others before we yeah. uh, wrap it up? All right. Well, that has been Jerry Springer, the opera. Thank you very much for bringing it to us. Uh, to uh, to us, James. Uh, you're you're very welcome, and also I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, that's fine. Uh, any any reason to talk about Harvey Keitel? Uh, oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, so, uh, is there anything that you would like to plug? Anything you'd like to let our listeners know about? Absolutely. Um, I'm part of a a group that do a podcast called That's Classic and the Modern Follies, which is a vaudeville radio podcast. We do comedy sketches, songs, um, just a little thing that we do at the end of every month that's like trying to bring back the kind of old style of radio comedy. Um, That sounds great. I highly recommend it. Thank you very much. We're also (laughs) doing, uh, for live theatre, in March, we're doing a production of Two Gentlemen of Verona called Two Gents, which is a kind of mashup of Two Gentlemen of Verona and the Commedia dell'arte style, the the old Italian comedy style. Yeah, we're very excited to do that. Rehearsals have just started and I'm really excited. Awesome. Excellent. So uh, is there a website or something that they can find all your stuff at? Absolutely. That's classic.com.au is how you can find all of our stuff. Um, Tickets for Two Gents, you can get through gotix.com.au. Sweet. And we will put links to all that in the show notes. Thank you very much again for joining us. Uh, Feel free to come back any time with another musical, either Jerry Springer related or not. Yeah, I'll bring back the same one, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much, Miranda. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Julie. You're welcome. If you want to find us, find us on socials, become one of the best people at Patreon. And if you're listening on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We appreciate that above all else. Catch us this same time next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. What we do here is go back, 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 back. And we're back. And we're back. With another episode of Wait, Bros. wait, 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 James, James. They might not know who we are yet. Oh, right. This is a promo. Well, I'm James. And I'm Matt. And together, we're the Bros and Brews podcast. We're coming at you every week with worldly discussions, an art meets life questions podcast. What three albums would you take to a deserted island? How comfortable are you with sex and sexuality? Is it ethical to have children? What actually makes a great actor? We use our personal experiences, the craft of acting, and pop culture as a springboard to discuss everything. From uncomfortable truths, demonized issues, and problems often swept under the rug. But don't worry. We have fun along the way. Come join us for our weekly chicken, and we'll see you next time. Peace! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.